Welcome to the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krocko, author, therapist, and business mindset coach. In just 20 minutes a week, I'm going to coach you to your breakthrough, whether you're folding laundry, walking the dog, or in the school pickup line. It's hard to chase your dreams, chase clients, and chase littles at the same time. Your inner critic doesn't have to hold you back anymore. Together, we'll make you the boss of your brain so you can become the confident boss of your business and your life. Ready for your weekly mindset makeover? Let's turn your limiting beliefs into limitless opportunity starting now. Welcome to episode 119 of the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. This week, we are back for our last part of this five-part series, talking all things mindset and why it's so important to have mindset support in your business. If you have not listened to one, two, three, and four, make sure you go back and listen to those last four episodes. They are very short, but they give a powerful punch. And let's just say some of them may hit a nerve. However, truth hits nerves at times, right? Hearing something that maybe it's hard to digest, can be a really, really good thing for us. I can't tell you how many times that has happened to me when I think back to college, when I think back to just uh, early times in my career or times in my business, when somebody pointed something out truthfully, very, very explicitly, and I had some type of feeling around it, it always meant something. And I'll just tell you those specific times, like I can think of them right now, I have never forgotten and I've never let those things happen again. I have made it a point to work on those areas. One of them for me, I'll just share real quick with you before we dive in. One of them was boundaries and being able to set boundaries for myself and it be okay for me to say, no, I don't want to rather than make up an excuse. That was back in college. I had a a friend, a roommate call me out and she said, if you just don't want to come, why don't you just tell me? Why do you make up excuses? And that was one of the best things that was ever said to me. So I'm so eternally grateful for that comment. Um, So today we're going to dive into the last part of this series. And without further ado, let's just dive in. Okay, so part five, be someone who constantly works on themselves so you can show up free from the baggage of life, okay? So hands down, the best mentors and coaches to learn from are those who are always working on themselves. They are investing in their learning, they're investing in their education and their personal development. They know that the work is never done. Even though maybe they're making tons of money in their business, they've had tons of successes, they know in order to keep growing and keep getting to those new levels, they have to continually invest in their self-development and their education and just in their overall relationships because our lives are a direct reflection 
or I should say, let me actually rewind that. (laughs) Our businesses are a direct reflection of what's going on inside, what's happening in our lives. And if our life is feeling pretty chaotic personally, which is bound to happen, right? I mean, we just went through 2020, which was a hell of a year. We had so many different um, transitions and new ways of doing things that were really hard. So personally, all of us went through something, right? And if you wanted to show up as the best version of you in your business during that time, or even better, you had to be doing the work. So the first few months of 2020 were really, really tough for our family. And I knew like, all right, if I want to show up, if I want this to be my best year yet, even though it's hard, I'm going to need to get some additional support. So that's when I hired my coach again. That's when I hired my team to do even more hours for me. That's when I found a new therapist. Um, And then we also found a couples therapist just to help with communication because, again, my husband was traveling and commuting to Manhattan every day for basically our entire relationship. And um, we weren't used to spending all of this time together. And then also having the kids home, I was used to at least having a little bit of freedom. You know, it, it took a lot of us working together to try to come up with a plan. And that's what the therapist did for us. She really, really helped us be better communicators and realize um, how much of a cheerleader we are for each other and how much we really do love and care about each other. And it was it was actually a really beautiful thing to see like as hard as our relationship felt to see how strong the bones were. So it was also just some really good validation. So You've got to continually invest in yourself, okay? When I was a therapist, you know, in order to become a therapist, I had to get my undergraduate degree, and then I went to uh, Columbia University and got my master's degree. And then after getting my master's degree, I had to um, sit and take my first board exam, which was hard. It was a lot of studying. It was a lot of investing in, you know, special study books and all that stuff. And then I had to work in the field for 3,000 client contact hours. Back then, they had to actually be direct hours with the client. So I had to sit 3,000 hours in sessions. Um, Today, it's a little bit different. You can do other things. Um, I think you can do some like remote stuff. You can do like research. So it's a little bit easier for folks these days. We'll just say that. Um, and then once I completed those 3,000 hours, I sat for, the, sat for the second board exam, which was so hard. Um, and I had to invest. I had to invest in a program to help me study. I'm a really bad test taker. Um. I'm good at writing and talking, um, but I'm really bad at multiple choice. I get very confused. I don't know if it's like a form of dyslexia or something, but I get um, confused and I always end up changing my answer, which I know is wrong. And then I get it wrong. 
So I learned that during that. <laughs> I learned that during that period. Do not change your answer. But anyways, I passed. Passed the first time as well. And it was because I invested and I did the work. And I studied and I worked my buns off to pass that board exam. Okay. But then here's the thing. It wasn't over then. After that, I had to continue taking CEUs. And I remember back working in agencies, they, let's just say that the agencies always sort of had available ones for you. So you just sort of took those. So they never were like really exciting. So I used to dread CEUs. However, once I had my own private practice, I realized, oh my goodness, I get to choose because here's the thing. Now I am paying for my own CEUs. So I get to choose which ones I get to take. And I looked at CEUs in a completely different way and was like, this is a blessing. Like this is, I'm very fortunate that I get to pay to do these because I get to learn these incredible new techniques and new um, research in the field and blah, 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 blah. But anyways, here's the thing. I have never stopped learning. I continue. I still have to take CEUs because I am keeping my license just to have it, just because I work so hard for it. I don't want to get rid of it. While I was studying for my license, I also decided to, uh, because I was working at a hospital at that time and they were offering um, like some education credits. So they were, they would pay for part of an education if you wanted to further your education. And I was working in addiction. So I decided to get my postmaster's degree in addictions and, um, completed that. So I have extensive learning and education also specifically in addictions. And I think that's what really helps me today with um, helping people with thought patterns and helping people with lies and limiting beliefs because here's the thing, they're obsessive thoughts, right? And it's the same thing with addiction. It's going back to the brain and going back to those obsessive thoughts that and lies that we tell ourselves over and over and over again and feeling like we're out of control and we can't control. And... um Here's the thing, little by little, we can. Hey guys, so spring is on its way finally. And I don't know about you, but when I think about the spring, I think about people getting outside more, being more social, getting more visible. And when I say visible, I want to introduce you guys to my course, Invisible to Impactful. I bet some of you are wanting to use that new spring energy and put yourselves out there in business even more. And if that's you, and if you've been wondering how to get yourself visible, how to work through some of those fears and insecurities and limiting beliefs that maybe you tell yourself that's been holding you back from getting visible, this course is for you. It is simple, it is straightforward, and I also give you a bonus module. And the bonus module includes how to create all of your content for an entire year in about 30 minutes a week. Once you go through 13 weeks of creating your content, you are pretty much done forever. It's crazy, I know. Ask all of my clients, ask all of my mastermind ladies, I love making things simple. And this is how I started doing my content 
five years ago and still do it today. So I want to give you guys a special little bonus because I'm on maternity. I am spending beautiful time outside right now. And why not just give you a fun little bonus? So anyways, get $100 off. Let's go from invisible to impactful with the code thinking like a boss podcast. Now this has to be all in caps. Okay. So uppercase letters, thinking like a boss podcast, head on over to keycrackle.com forward slash courses, keycrackle.com forward slash courses. Again, get a hundred dollars off with the code thinking like a boss podcast in all caps. Guys, don't wait, go get started now. This is my signature course has been out there for four years and people swear by it. All right. Love ya. And it's all about being consistent and showing up and doing little steps at a time. All right. So again, I am able to better support my clients because I have always focused on pouring into myself. And I'm not saying, here's the thing, I'm not saying that you need a degree or you have to spend a ton of money on a fancy certificate or you need to do a coach certificate program. I don't think that all of that is necessary, okay? Most certificate programs are just, I don't even think some of them are legit. I just think some of them are just like, people putting these certificates, because I've had many clients go through many coach certificate programs. They're just trying to make money off you. So what I always highly suggest is that you just find a really good mentor, someone that you can pay to coach you to show you the ins and outs and you get that one-on-one support. And that's how I've done it all along. So in addition to the personal development, I'm looking at this huge stack of books I got here too, reading all this, I'm constantly working on myself. And that's how I am able to show up as my best self for my clients. Because when things come my way, I let them bounce off. I let them just slide off like Teflon, like they say. And I do not take things personally. Yes, there are times very rarely That something will feel a little bit personal to me. However, because I'm always working on myself and always have support around me, I'll reach out to my coach and I'll say, hey, I'm like feeling this this type of way. You know, this client said something or this person said this to me. I don't know why it's like really, really hitting a nerve for me today. Is it what maybe is going on in my life that is – making it feel a little harder to hear this? Or um, is it just normal? Is this just a normal thing to feel this way after somebody says this to you? Um, And again, having that support and having someone to process these situations with, like, I'll just say the, for some reason, 2020 We'll say the last half of 2020 and early 2021 were some of the biggest boundary pushing seasons that I have ever had in my business with um, some clients, like just pushing and pushing and pushing the limits. And I have never 
never experienced this before. And they say, you know, again, every new level, there's going to be a new devil. So I am seeing a much higher volume of clients now. Um, So it might just feel like, you know, it was happening more often because I had a lot more people who I was working with this year. Um, And also, I think that sometimes when we set stricter or more loving limits with people, there is a lot more kickback and people try to test them. So thank goodness that I had my own mindset coach to help me. Um, And the one thing that I really took away, and I'll just share this with you, I took away from that was do not be reactive, okay? When someone says something to push a button, because this will happen, people will say things to push a button or to try to get a reaction out of you Um, or to try to manipulate something. Just be neutral. Just step back from the situation. And if you feel like your response can't be neutral going back to that person, you're not ready to give a response. And here's what I've learned. You don't owe anyone a response right away. So there were times when I would need to sit on something for like my, the old Kate, former Kate, would feel bad, would feel guilty, would feel like I have to say something right away. However, what I would say right away would be emotionally charged. It would be emotionally charged. And it wouldn't be a productive answer. But I would do it because I would feel like I had to just do say something right away. So here's what I've learned is I just say, hey, let me think about that. Or hey, I, I saw your email. I need a few days to respond. That's it. It's all you have to do. Okay. And then give yourself the time to process. And then I would go back with my coach, with my team, process. Hey, why am I feeling this way? What's going on? All I can say is those situations could have ended up in really bad situations. Um, They really tested my leadership skills. However, I am so proud because I had that support, because I'm constantly working on myself and not allowing things, myself to take things personally, they ended up being like really beautiful learning experiences. And I think also I've had several clients say like, wow, like I was not expecting that response from you, like in a good kind of way. Like, thank you. Thank you very much. Like this was a good modeling experience for me to see somebody respond this way because no one has ever responded to me this way. People are usually reactive or defensive. All right. So I'm going to just wrap this up for you guys and just talk to you just real quick about like what the scenario is, the bottom line, and how you can make this work because this is what we've been doing with each episode. So the scenario. I've done so many calls, discovery calls with business owners who have not had support. So this is why I'm talking about this. So many people or clients that have started working with me who have never had support in their business. And again, it goes back to like maybe not wanting to invest in themselves, not believing in their own services or their own products, 
not wanting to spend the money because they're just being cheap. And here's what's happening. They're teaching what they've learned from maybe a book or what they've just consumed in free content. Yet, they're trying and hoping and wishing and expecting others to hire them for a service that they are not valuing themselves. So there's no way that I could sell mindset coaching if I was not doing the work myself. Okay, so when you're going to interview someone to work with them, whether it's me, whether it's someone else who's a mindset coach, ask them, what kind of work are you doing yourself? Okay, because I can't tell you how many times this happened. Literally, people who want to work together, who are also other mindset coaches, who have zero mindset support in their life or business, they are doing zero mindset work. You do not want to learn from that, okay? So make sure, and I know it might sound a little harsh right now, but make sure who you are learning from is somebody who values the work and is constantly working on themselves, okay? And here's the thing. This is the scary part about coaching, and people forget this. This is an unregulated industry. Anyone here, it's a, it's a great thing because anyone can start a business, right? However, there are a lot of sick people who just hang up a shingle and say, I'm going to heal you from trauma or this or that. And they have maybe not done the work themselves. They're doing it all for the wrong reasons. They are not mentally stable to maybe walk through some of your trauma with you or whatever. So you really, really want to be careful who you are working with and you want to make sure. Again, they don't need a degree, but they need to constantly be working on themselves and getting support. That's how they will better help you. All right. Bottom line, stop this cycle and invest in your professional development so you can show up whole, you can show up as the best version of yourself, and you can really truly be a leader and feel confident being a leader because you know you're doing the work yourself. All right, so when I think back again, here's just something else. When I think back to working in agencies as a social worker, we always had a supervisor, right? There was always a boss. There was a super, your direct supervisor, and then there was a boss, and there was like the CEO of the agency or the hospital, and it always trickled down. There was, maybe it wasn't the best mentorship, we'll say that, but I did have some pretty good supervisors along the way, and they got poured into from their supervisors or their higher up, and then that trickled down to me. And when you start a business, that doesn't just stop or it shouldn't just stop, right? It's not like, okay, yeah, I have a business. Now I can do whatever the heck I want and not have any accountability. No, it's a really, really dangerous place to be in. You need someone above you to point things out, to help you, to show you the way. All right. 
So what are you waiting for? Start valuing your professional development, your leadership, and start serving at the highest capacity by getting started on your mindset. I am potentially right now, I'm looking at my calendar. I'm recording this ahead of time, but potentially I might have my new baby in my arms right now, depending on when this baby came or is coming. (laughs) Who knows? I've pre-recorded some of these episodes just so in case this baby came early like the others, you would have content and I wouldn't keep you guys hanging. So what I'll say is I'm taking a very short maternity, about four weeks. Go and fill out an application, kcrocco.com forward slash breakthrough. I'll be back. I would love to coach you, would love to support you, would love to share about the mastermind. We'll be launching that again early summer. And yeah, this stuff is important. Okay. Even if you just need some resources on where to get started with mindset work, my team will send something over to you. All right. Just fill it out. I will be back soon. Love you. Hope you are all doing well. I hope you are healthy and cheers to 2021. This is going to be our best year yet. I feel it. Hey friends, make sure you subscribe so you can receive the latest episode automatically downloaded wherever you are listening to this show. We also read every single review. So make sure you let us know what you thought about today's episode by leaving a review. Love ya.